Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up, we have stories about recycled wedding dresses, rude co-workers, needy boyfriends, crazy stepmother requests, a jaw-dropping spicy story, and of course, more cake than a hostess factory. I be asking off for being upset that my mom wore my wedding dress for her secret wedding. Opie's mom wore her wedding dress for her secret wedding. I'm going to go ahead and red flag this because, uh, okay. I, 38 female, got married at 19 to my high school sweetheart. We got married for all the wrong reasons and it lasted less than a year. Not long after our divorce, I met my current husband and we have been together since. Married for 17 years now and we have four kids together. While my mom was in the process of divorcing her fourth husband, she mentioned that she still had my wedding dress from my first marriage in storage and asked what we should do with it since she would be moving out and was deciding what to keep as she packed. I simply said, get rid of it. It wasn't an expensive dress, so I assumed she would just donate it to Goodwill with the rest of the things she was donating and never thought about it again. My mom started seeing a new guy not long after that. Then about a year later, my mom made plans with my two sons who were seven and six at the time. We didn't live close by, so she hadn't seen the kids in a while. She was supposed to pick them up for a picnic and an evening of playing at the park. They were so excited. The boys helped me shop for picnic supplies and even helped me make and pack all of the snacks. They laid out their clothes and called my mom before bed that night to tell her how excited they were to see her the next day and talked about the things they would do together. The next morning, they got up early and got dressed, then waited patiently by the window watching for the car. But hours went by and she never showed up. No! We couldn't reach her by phone, so we were starting to worry and began calling other family members to see if they had heard from her. But then I got on Facebook and saw that she posted she had gotten married to the new boyfriend in a secret ceremony in her backyard that afternoon, and she was wearing my old wedding dress. I'm so confused on so many levels. I was too upset to talk to her that day, so I texted the other family members to say that I had found her and then turned my phone off, and my husband and I took our kids to the park for a picnic. I was more upset that she stood my children up than anything. I was heartbroken to see them so disappointed, but it was also a shock to see photos of her in my dress, and I was hurt that she didn't just tell us the truth about her wedding plans. Recently, my relationship with my mom has deteriorated, and I brought up the dress during an argument. I told her that I was more upset about keeping secrets and letting my sons down than anything, but the dress bothered me also. She said she didn't tell me she was getting married again because she thought I would not approve, which to be honest, she's right. 
I don't particularly like her new boyfriend. I don't particularly like her new husband, but I do respect her right to choose her own partner and would not have tried to intervene. I just wish she hadn't led my children on and promised them a day out with grandma if she never had any intention of picking them up or even bothering to call and cancel. I wish I hadn't found out about the wedding via Facebook. The dress just seemed like an extra slap in the face on top of everything else. She has never apologized to my sons for letting them down or to any of us for lying about her plans that day and letting us think that she was missing. But she thinks I owe her an apology for being bothered by the dress since I said I wanted to get rid of it. I really don't think I owe her anything, but is it wrong of me to be bothered by seeing her in my dress? Okay, let's get this out of the way right off the rip. You can't be an asshole for feeling something, right? Let's go ahead and address that. It's what you do with those feelings that can make you an asshole or not an asshole. Um, the title here was, Am I the Astronaut for Being Upset That My Mom Wore My Wedding Dress For Her Secret Wedding? So that that's a, that's a question about having a feeling, and no, you cannot be the asshole for feeling that way. Now, for throwing it out... For bringing it up in an argument when you said that you did want to get rid of it, you said just get rid of it. I think you lose some ability to have a say over what happens with it then. However, the dress is like the smallest piece of this whole thing. Sorry, I got like a rogue hair in my face. She knew that that she was choosing stuff to donate, so she assumed it would go in with the donations and never thought anything else about it. The dress is the smallest piece of this, though. Why would this woman make plans with the kids knowing that she wasn't going to to be there. Why Riddle me that, because I don't know why the hell you would make plans with them knowing that you were having a wedding instead. What would drive someone to do that? I just don't understand what, what she was thinking by telling the boys that and getting their hopes up and then expecting to have a good relationship with them afterwards. I mean, she created a diversion, that's for sure, but it, it doesn't make sense. If you're going to create a diversion, you want to keep people occupied, not focused on you. This diversion that she created kept them focused on her thinking that she was missing uh, and and then it just created a big stink like this just this just it seems like attention seeking behavior, doesn't it? It's like I want you to discover that I'm having a secret wedding, but I want to keep my wedding a secret. I just want you to find out about it in a different way and then be double pissed and triple pissed when you find out that I was wearing the dress that you said to get rid of. The dress is just like a it's such a small part of this that it's it almost doesn't deserve to be a part of the conversation you deserve you are not the asshole for being upset with your mom for standing up your boys you're you have the right to be upset with your mom um about not telling you that she was getting married regardless of whether she uh, she thought you would approve or not she would be pissed at you if you kept it secret from her because you thought she wouldn't approve right you have the right to be pissed off about those things but most of all this woman intentionally stood up your children got their hopes up, and then intentionally disappointed them. And for that alone, she's going higher up on the ASCON scale here. There's a reason behind everything that she did. I don't, I just don't understand. I don't understand strictly for, for, for intentionally standing children up, getting their hopes up, hopes up only to destroy them with no intention of following through on this at all. That is a shit human thing to do. She hits ASCON one for that. And I think, I mean, look, someone who does this kind of damage to your children intentionally doesn't get to be around your children. It's as simple as that. So if you do plan on letting them have a relationship with her moving forward, I would be extremely guarded about it. But man, with kids, it's not one of those things that you get a lot of chances at. You know what I mean? It's like you hurt my kids once. Bye. That's it. You got to earn your way back in. And I don't see her going through the work to do that. So I'm still confused about her actions and her motivations here, but she's an ask on one. That's for damn sure. And OP, this was a follower submission, by the way, OP, you can't be an asshole for feeling away. 
You can't. It's what you do with it that can make you an asshole. So feel what you what you need to feel and then just make sure you process that thoroughly before you do anything with it. And that's it. Today I fudged up by breaking a window and blaming it on my boyfriend's son. My boyfriend and his son, male 13, moved to a new rental house on Monday. I've been over there helping them clean up and get settled in. They have a huge stone wall thing on the side of their house with a big window where the living room is. My boyfriend asked me to set up a flower bed like the one I have at my house. I absolutely love gardening, so I happily accept it. Today, I was in the yard along with his son, who was throwing a baseball against the wall while my boyfriend showered. Since we can't really plant the things I wanted now, I was just making the outside of the house pretty. I decided to run to the store to grab a few more bricks for the perimeter. My boyfriend's son had mentioned that he was going to a friend's house and likely wouldn't be there when I got back. Just as he said, he was gone when I got back. My boyfriend had driven him, so he was also gone. I got back to work in the garden. It started off as small things annoying me, like mosquitoes or the neighbor's yappy dog barking. Then I got a phone call from work asking me to come in on my day off. I was already frustrated by then, so when storm clouds started to come in, I just lost it and threw a brick. <laughs> a brick? <laughs> that's your that's that's your go-to? A f- brick? Okay, I'm going to red flag that. Um, just as a general concern for your well-being. It hit the huge living room window and shattered. I panicked for a few minutes, not wanting him to be mad at me. I've had horrible relationships in the past, so I was scared and not thinking straight. I grabbed his son's baseball and threw it through the busted window before going back to my car. Now it's freaking premeditated, like, framing. What? I panicked and threw a brick then panicked more and threw a baseball through the hole that the brick had made so he wouldn't be mad at me. Good job, I guess. I turned it on and waited for my boyfriend to pull up. I acted like I had just gotten there and walked inside with him. He, of course, saw the window and immediately called his son. He went to pick him up, and when they came back, his son was in tears. He kept trying to tell my boyfriend it wasn't him, but he didn't believe him. My boyfriend told him he was disappointed in him for lying and gave him one more chance to tell the truth before spanking him because he thought he was lying again. This kid 13, right? He grounded him from his phone and Xbox too. I left at that point just out of guilt. <laughs> That's what you did out of guilt? We need to talk about your, your reflex decisions here, OP. His son is a good kid and never gets in trouble, so his dad saying he's disappointed in him for something he didn't even do is eating at me. I'm terrified to tell my boyfriend, though, because I know it'll just cause even more problems. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, okay, this is a today I fudged up, but we're definitely going to apply the AITA scale, the ASCON scale to you, because what, what, what is happening here with UOP? What, what? I think you need to evaluate like what is going through your mind whenever you're making these rash decisions and obviously not thinking things through here, but kind of thinking things through here because you grabbed the brick and that was obviously a, an impulse thing. You weren't thinking that through the baseball you did for a reason because you did think that through. Then you kept quiet the whole time this kid was getting his ass ripped by his dad. That was thinking that through too. So Like you framed this kid, you feel bad about it. But what you did when you felt bad about it was leave. Like there's another impulse decision that doesn't make any sense here either. And if you think that that telling the truth from the beginning is going to cause more problems than what you've done here, 
I have even more concerns for you. This was a terrible thing to do to a kid. And now, if and when the truth is found out, this kid's never going to trust you. Your boyfriend's never going to trust you. Did you not think about the long-term implications of what you've done here? Like a broken window because you lost your shit for a second is a fixable thing. And in a relationship, that's a fixable thing. Framing his child... Letting him take the fall for it, watching him cry and get grounded from his Xbox and his phone and just leaving cannot be fixed. What is wrong with you? I think we all know where this is going, but this is this is a terrible shit thing to do. Why? 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 Why would you do this? And what what about this makes sense at all? And it's like, you know what? I've had terrible relationships in the past. You know what I think is going to prevent this one from being really bad? Doing something that's completely dishonest and I'm going to hide the secret until it festers to the point where I have to fess up to it and then the relationship is over. One path here allowed you to still be in a relationship and one path is most certainly going to destroy it. Also, you did a terrible thing in the process and it wasn't the brick. In fact, I think we have something new that we can use on this OP today. Let's do it. DFHB rejection for you. That's where we're at. I think I need to align the uh, sound effects a little bit better on that, but first time using it. Cut us some slack. DFHB rejection. Ascon 1. You have failed, OP, at life. Reevaluate. You probably shouldn't be in a relationship right now anyway because you make really dumb choices. This was a dumber choice than throwing the stake at the window. No fun in this one at all. No, no. Nay, nay, I say. <laughs> the astronaut for telling my co-worker she'd be more attractive if she dressed normally. I feel like it's probably not a smart thing to say to a co-worker, period. So I'm going to go ahead and give you this, but let's see where it goes. I am male 34, have a co-worker, Orla, 32 female. We work in academics and our dress code is extremely lax. I haven't worked there long as I recently joined the team. Anyway, Orla dresses weird. Think that witchy vampire goth weird with flowy skirts and combat boots, etc. Don't get me wrong, Orla is a very attractive woman. She is tall and thin with a beautiful face, but her style is really off-putting. I was invited to join my co-workers for a drink on Friday. They sometimes go out after work. I accepted. Everyone had a couple of drinks, so don't judge me. I got a bit tipsy, and while outside having a cigarette, I talked to Orla and told her she's really pretty, but she's ruining it with the way she dresses and that she scares off men. <sighs> okay, yes, he gets red flags for that, but also... He's like, I don't appreciate your style, so I think you put off all men. You could be much more attractive if you just ignored everything about who you are and just dressed like everybody else dresses. If you could just do that, that would be great. She laughed at me, called me an asshole, and went to join the other people. It was really rude. Wait, which part was really rude? What she said to, to you or what you said to her? I assume OP means that what she said was rude. I don't think she took it that way. When I got back, they were all whispering, but no one said anything to me. Today, I found out that they all think I was out of line and a huge asshole because a workmate, Tom, told me they all bitched about me on their group chat. Turns out I'm not yet a member because I was too new. They all think I was the asshole and I genuinely can't see how. I was only honest and tried giving her advice. Ugh, was it solicited advice, sir? 
or was it unsolicited advice? Sounds like it was unsolicited advice and you were just throwing your opinion and beliefs at someone and trying to force them on someone. That's not giving advice. I mean, I'd ask her out, but I'd be ashamed to be seen with her in public, and I'm sure many men would too. She's too old to be playing dress up. But now I'm worried I fudged up, and if I was the asshole, I might have to make amends, as I can't get sacked again. Am I the astronaut for telling the truth? I've already done brozo. Let's go here. Dumbass. Giving you the brozo award again. And also, yeah, you, you get this one too. You get the combination here. You get the, the DFHB rejection. You get the ASCON one. You get the brozo because you're just a good old-fashioned dumbass. Here at the end, OP says, I can't get sacked again. Again is in all caps. <laughs> so this is something that is not uncommon, and I'm guessing it's because he can't keep his dumbass mouth shut. There is a huge difference between offering someone advice when they ask for it and then trying to push your own beliefs on them unsolicited. And that's uh, that's just an asshole thing to do. Giving them, you're just forcing your opinion on them. And this is about her style, her visual appearance, her aesthetics. She dresses the way that she wants to dress to express herself the way that she wants to express herself. If that doesn't connect with you, that's fine. She's not trying to attract you, sir. The fact that you assumed that she was, you're like, oh, you know, I'd be way more attracted to you if you dressed differently. Cool, because that was my goal. I guess you're the you're the guy, right? You're the guy that everybody's trying to dress to attract themselves or attract you to. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. You're the guy. Everybody's trying to impress you. Everybody likes you. Every woman should do what you want them to do. Uh, it's an extremely sexist viewpoint. He is an asshole just in general for thinking that him offering his advice to someone who didn't ask for it is okay. He's a, an even bigger asshole for saying this to a coworker. There's just so many things wrong with what he's done here. He's an idiot. Uh, and now I'm worried I, I fudged up. And if I was the asshole, I might have to make amends as I can't get sacked again. So the only reason that he's even contemplating apologizing for anything is because he doesn't want to get fired. It's not, hey, you know, I realized that what I did was was idiotic and I shouldn't be just randomly throwing out my viewpoints to people without them asking for it. No, no, no. It's, hey, I have to say I'm sorry so I don't get fired. So I'm sorry. Jackhole. HR wishes you well in your future endeavors elsewhere. is titled, Am I the Askonaut for Asking My Girlfriend to Stop Taking Some of Her Hobby Classes? Same guy from previous story. Lovely. My male 34 girlfriend, female 31, Sylvia, and I have been together for 10 months. Well, she's lasted longer than I think anybody would with this guy. Sylvia is a very busy and passionate person who has a lot of hobbies. She pretty much takes a class every afternoon apart from the weekends. She works from home, so she has the freedom to take classes whenever she wants. Granted, she does try to make time to see me, and we see each other on most days, but between her work and hobbies, I don't think she puts enough priorities on me. I do get quite bored when I have to wait for her to finish her class to see her, and she's never willing to skip them, saying she paid for them. 
Sure, it's cool to have a sword-wielding hot girlfriend, but honestly, it comes at a price and I don't think I'm her priority. I told her she had to quit some of her classes so we could see each other more. (laughs) She didn't take it well. I told her I get bored and it's not cool that she spends so much time with other dudes. Some of her hobbies can be quite a male environment. She told me she already makes sure to see me most days of the week, and I was an asshole for even suggesting that she dropped her hobbies. I asked her how she thought it was going to work when we moved in together or had kids. Then she'd have to drop her little hobbies because she can't be so selfish and just do what pleases her. She got really angry, told me that I knew she didn't want kids. I told her I thought she was kidding. She called me an ass again and told me to come back only when I'm ready to apologize. The thing is, I don't know what I did wrong. I only wanted to spend more time with her and she's been a bitch about it, showing me that she didn't care about me. Was I really the asshole here? Dude, okay. It truly saddens my soul that people like this actually exist. I am going to go out on a limb here and say that Opie's girlfriend is a saint. To have lasted this long and to even give him the opportunity to come back if and when he's ready to apologize because that kind of patience with someone like this who is so very clearly just, I only care about what affects me and nothing else. You're going to have to drop your hobbies. You have to drop your hobbies because I want to see you and I'm bored. And then... You're going to have to drop them eventually, you know, when I impregnate you and we're living together because that's going to happen. I'm going to make sure of it. He just got all these assumptions that his the whole universe revolves around this dickhead and he gives no shits, no shits at all about anybody else at all. And it's sad. It's sad. It's also sad that this guy is here on Reddit like you know, I don't think, I don't think I'm really the asshole. What do you guys think? It seems like in both of these occasions, he's just giving us the story to try to validate himself, to try to be like, look guys, I told you I'm not the asshole, but the entire world is like, Hey, this guy's a waste of space completely. And I feel sorry for anybody who ever comes in contact with this guy in any kind of capacity, not just romantic. This is the kind of guy who will ruin everything around him. He'll put it down to make himself feel better. He'll try to just look at everything as how can this service me? How can it make my life better, more convenient or whatever it is? He doesn't give a shit about anyone or anything but himself. And he's probably got a hundred more stories queued up for, for situations that he's gotten himself into just by being his own natural dickheaded self. Here he is again at Ascon one trying to force his will on other people for his own personal gain and giving no shits about it. I truly don't understand how this, how this saint of a woman is like, you're an asshole, but when you're ready to apologize, come back. Be like, no, hell no. Hell, just the fact that this guy has the capacity to say this kind of shit and have no remorse for it. Be like, get out, get out. And don't come back even when you're ready to apologize. Don't do it. He got that. He's getting this again. And uh, yeah, Homeboy is a card-carrying member of the DFHB Rejection Club. Why, ladies, would you stay with someone like this? Why would you be attracted to someone like this? What is it about flamboyant assholes that allow them to still have people interested in them, to still have friends, to still have girlfriends? What is it besides, besides being a fixer? What is it that causes women to put up with this arrogant 
bigoted bullshit. Let me know. This is a follower-submitted story, and it is titled, Am I the Askinaut for telling my ex-boyfriend's parents he wasn't dead? Doesn't get much heavier than that, folks. First, I love your channel and have been a longtime follower and recent subscriber. I think you and Candy Thunder are great and offer honest and real responses and feedback for every story you share and would love your input on this situation. I hope you share it with your fans so I can see if I'm the asshole or not. Cool. Thank you. All names have been changed for privacy. I would like to say this did not happen recently and only came up because I shared with some friends the events and one of them told me I was an asshole on my part because I shouldn't have gotten involved. My ex, Austin, and I dated for nearly our entire time in high school. During this time, I had a lot of family issues and drama that led to me living with Austin and his parents up until we graduated. I loved Austin's parents. They are wonderful people. They opened their home to me so I wasn't forced into homelessness. They helped pay for most of my senior items, graduation regalia, and even helped finance a trip to Europe that Austin and I took right after high school. They were like a second set of parents and I will forever be grateful to them and their generosity. Shortly after graduating, he and I moved into a house that we shared with his best friend Ryan and another former classmate. Not long after this, I found out that Austin had been cheating on me and even slept with someone in our bed, thus ending our relationship. He then decided that he would be joining the military and was heading off to basic training soon after. This all happened right before the holidays. Just before Thanksgiving, I received a call from Austin's mother. She wanted to coordinate dinner plans and find out when we could be at the grandparents' house for dinner. I was very confused because at this point, we had been separated for a few weeks and Austin was leaving very soon for training. I apologized and explained that I could not attend this year and that she needed to call Austin. He hadn't told his parents that we separated until then. Austin was set to leave for training, and he was given an out on our existing lease because I live in a heavily populated military town, and it is common here for residents to move frequently, so most landlords and property companies have the option for residents to cut out on the lease without fees. To add icing on that cake, Austin's best friend also decided to join, and they were shipping out together. They left me and the other roommate alone to cover the now much higher cost on our own, forcing us to break the lease, pay all of the fees, and move. The financial burden was overwhelming and frustrating considering that his own decision on when he wanted to leave was solely based on wanting to get away from the situation because I was still upset that he had cheated on me. After he left, life moved on. I still talked to his parents from time to time and they made it clear to him that despite our relationship ending, they still wanted to stay in touch with me. They would invite me over for dinner once in a while, not with Austin around. I did distance myself from his family, though, but would agree because I would feel guilty for not accepting invites when they have always been so caring and good to me. After Austin completed basic training, he was set to deploy to the Middle East and was given a week's leave before his deployment. He came home, visited his family, and then had Ryan drive him to the airport. Days later, his parents received a phone call from his commanding officer. He never returned to post. His parents called me to ask if any of our friends had heard from him. All snap, he went AWOL. At this time, we still had some mutual friends. They asked Ryan, and he said he took Austin to the airport, dropped him off, and has not heard from him since. Weeks went by, and no word. That turned into months and still nothing. He just disappeared. Every couple of weeks, I would get a call from his mom or dad asking if anyone had seen or heard anything. I explained again, week after week, no. 
None of the mutuals said anything to me, nor had I heard that he was around. I would ask how they and the family were holding up. They made flyers and posters, contacted the police, filed missing persons reports. It broke my heart that these amazing people were suffering and that they were worried for their son. Six months went by and they got the call from the police stating that they were going to decrease the search for Austin and that they should start considering the possible worst news a parent could have. He might be deceased. His parents were devastated. Here is where I might be the asshole. A little past eight months after he went missing, I was leaving my bank, pulled up to the light, and next to me was Ryan and, you guessed it, Austin. I was shocked. I even had to do a double take because I was sure that I was seeing things, but no, it was definitely him. I immediately called his parents and asked if they had spoken to or heard anything about Austin. They both said no, no updates. I said, you should call Ryan and ask him if he's heard from Austin. His father hung up and called Ryan and a few minutes later called me back. He said Ryan told him he hadn't heard from Austin and none of their friends had either. That's when I said, call him back right now. Austin and Ryan are driving right in front of me. They are together. He called back and told Ryan he knew Austin was with him and he had been lying to them all this time. And then it was finally revealed that Austin was alive and well and just decided that he didn't want to deploy to the Middle East and deserted. This, of course, opened a whole world of trouble for Austin. He was court-martialed for going AWOL during wartime. His family was angry at him for disappearing for months and letting them think that he was dead. It caused a lot of attention amongst his military unit, and it was kind of rough for him for a little while. My friend told me I was an asshole for calling his parents instead of letting Austin approach his parents directly on his terms, that I shouldn't have involved myself, and that I was just bitter about being cheated on and being stuck with the financial burden from the house, and I just wanted to get back at him for it. I explained that I honestly thought his parents deserved to know the truth as soon as possible and that it was the right thing to do. So am I the asshole? Wow, that was a ride. Hell no. Hell no. As I was reading through this and I was as I was reading the parts about your friend thinking that you were an asshole for getting involved. Hell no. These people treated you like family. I mean, they they essentially acted as parents to you for years and they showed you nothing but kindness. And if you made the decision to keep quiet, that is action, right? So inaction is still taking action. You choosing to keep quiet about that would have caused them so much more pain. And then someday, if they found out that you knew and hadn't told them, they would feel the same way about you that they do about Ryan because he was hiding Austin for them. And letting Austin approach his parents directly on his own terms, I think you've you saw what that would have been. It would have been never. Now, how this guy was just bebopping around town and expecting nobody to see him, I don't understand. But like, there's only so long he can hide for. And everything that happened to him, he deserved for those things to happen. And if you would have kept quiet about it, you would have been an accomplice somehow. You did the right thing. Your friend, I don't know what the hell your friend is thinking, telling you that you were an asshole for getting involved. It says a lot more about that friend than anything. I'd be concerned there i just make a mental note this person's got some wires crossed or maybe something happened to them maybe they were outed early in life for not a similar situation but for something and thinks that everybody just might needs to mind their own business this was your business it was definitely your business it was your boyfriend before he cheated on you and that's when all this shit went down you were part of his family for a long time and you were still in contact with them there was no way that this did not involve you at all it was your business and you did the right thing for his family he had months to come forward months how long was it total like eight months is that what you said it was a little past eight months after he went missing yeah wow 
He laid low for eight months and wasn't noticed by anybody. And his buddy was just driving him around at the local bank or at the intersection by the local bank. Come on, man. Come on. N-T-A. And I would agree, Anne. So, yeah, obviously, Austin goes right here. And his solution is to run from problems. That's it. That's all he knows how to do is to run. How many times here did he run from a problem? He ran from you when he cheated on you. So he gets this as well. Ran to enlist when he was going to get deployed, ran from that too. And now I'm sure once he got outed, ran from that somehow too. It's like, that's, that's the only thing he knows how to do is run. And that's, that's a problem. And yes, Ryan for letting the family go through that is definitely an ask on one as well. It's, it's terrible. That's terrible. It's just terrible. Yeah, Wayward, you did the right thing. Don't, don't ever second guess yourself. For Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. That. I never thought I'd find myself posting here, but the situation I'm in is so bizarre that I need some outside perspective and also to tell anyone this story. So a bit of background, I, 29 male, have a stepmother, 55 female, whom I've never really had a close relationship with. We've always kept things civil, but that's about it. Her son, my stepbrother, 15 male, is practically a stranger to me. We've never really bonded and our interactions have been minimal at best. Now here's where it gets crazy. My stepmother recently approached me with an outrageous request. She asked me to donate my kidney to her son. Yes, you read that right. My kidney for a kid I barely know. He lives with his father and has a congenital disease that requires a transplant in the short term. I know he's been battling for years, as my stepmother has told me. Naturally, I was taken aback and asked why on earth she thought I would agree to such a thing. Her reasoning? Apparently, she believes that because we're now part of the same family, I should be willing to make this sacrifice for her son. To make the situation even more surreal, my stepmother made an odd comment about the longevity and health of my side of the family. According to her, we've always lived until a very old age with no kidney problems. She literally said that we have great quality organs. Well, that's not a creepy thing to hear at all. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Your parts are just made very well. You're very well put together. That's why I married your father. He's got a very good heart. Not the love heart, the pumping heart. I tried explaining that we don't have any kind of close relationship and that donating a kidney is a major decision with serious consequences. But she wouldn't hear it. 
According to her, I'm being selfish and heartless for not saving her boy's life. I know that she is suffering and in distress, but here's the kicker. When I suggested that she could potentially donate the kidney herself, she refused, citing religious reasons and said that because I'm agnostic, I shouldn't have that problem. So not only is she expecting me to make this life-altering sacrifice for her son, but she won't consider doing it herself due to her beliefs. Probably all of this arises because we recently found out that we have the same blood type, making me a compatible donor. Also, a couple of years ago, I may have made a sweeping statement that I would do anything for my family, regardless of how good or bad our relationship was. So, am I the astronaut? <laughs> Bet you're wishing you could take those words back now, huh? Oh, I would do anything for family, but I won't give you my kidney. The fact that she won't do this herself for religious reasons, I would think that if it is a religious prohibitor, that that religious prohibitor would prevent her from asking other people to do it as well. If it's wrong, it's wrong, right? Why is it okay for her to ask someone else to do? Nay, nay. Why is it okay for her to try to force someone else to do? That makes it even worse. And I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But I think it takes more than just having the same blood type to be a, a viable kidney donor. I mean, there's all kinds of tests and things that you would have to go through. But but just randomly asking someone that and doing it in a way that is 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 an entitled delivery method, right? Doing it in a way that's like, you owe me this because we're family. You said, you said, you said, you said you'd do anything for family. Well, here I am. Time to put your money where your kidney is. I don't think that's how you approach that kind of ask. I think it's it's something that you you know, tiptoe toward and you court someone to that process. You don't just go in and you're like, Hey, I need your kidney now. Pulls out a butter knife. She's like, now's good. My religious beliefs don't prohibit me from taking it from you. I don't understand. I don't understand people. I don't understand humans. I just don't, I just don't get it. Uh, no, this was a terrible thing for her to do NTA OP. No, you get to keep your kidney. You get to choose who you donate organs to. I'd feel a little worried around her now with the comments about you having good quality organs and asking you for one of them, getting a little bit of a silence of the lambs kind of vibe. I'm just saying, be a little concerned. Where do you think stepmom lands here for, for making this ask and doing it the way that she did it? Did she offer you a glass of tea first? Because that would be no bueno. It's like you start getting really dizzy because they've never had a strong relationship. Somebody showing up and being like, uh, I know I've never put effort forth to building a strong relationship with you, but I'm going to make an ask that pretends like we've had a very strong relationship. Is it a terrible human thing to do? I think to make the ask, but not be willing to do that same thing yourself. And the way that she did it is the thing I have a big problem with. It's not that she did it. It's the way that she did it. She did it in a very entitled way. She's trying to save her kid. And I think that might prevent her from getting to ask on one, but the way that she did this definitely should not have happened. So let's give her a little bit of grace here because she's dealing with something terrible and put her on ask on two well, other people have to be options here too and maybe she isn't ask on one but I'm trying to think if my if my kids were going through this um i might not be super tactful either but i think i would be i think i would try to approach this the right way but i feel for her a little bit just because having your child go through that would be absolutely terrible but it does not mean that you get to impose that on another human being <laughs> This is a follower submitted story, and it goes like this. 
Is my ex-husband the astronaut for ruining my cake I baked for a culinary competition? Did he eat it? Hello, Dusty Candy and the gang. I love listening to your stories and wanted to share one I had from a few years ago. My female 43, now ex-husband, male 45, and I were married for 10 years. I have plenty of stories I could share about times that I knew he was for sure the asshole, but this one really irks me still. I've always been big into baking since I was a little kid. Baking cakes, muffins, pies, cookies. It's like an escape from the world for me at times. And my ex, we'll call him Jay, knew about this explicitly. Ever since the early days of our relationship, even before we had gotten married, I had been entering baking competitions. No, I never made it to a Gordon Ramsay show. But nonetheless, these competitions were very important to me, and it's something I take seriously. Jay, however, always disregarded this passion of mine. Jay had interests that I don't find particularly interesting. He was very big into football, a big fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, that's interesting. Come on now. I mean, I like I like cakes and muffins and stuff too but i also like the chiefs of course i enjoyed watching baseball football and things like that but not in the way he did a bit obsessively and yet i never judged him for it i always supported him and his friends whenever they had big parties did fantasy leagues and whatever else they did this one competition in particular i was extremely nervous for i had spent hours on end trying to perfect this cake i was baking a three-tier wedding cake it was one of the most beautiful things I felt I'd ever made. Layers of red velvet and buttercream overlapping each other layer by layer, topped with little edible flowers I had made and some strawberries as well. It looked amazing. Sounds amazing. I cleared out an entire section of our fridge for the cake and had it in its own container. The competition was the next day. I woke up the next morning to find that the cake was gone. No, 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 not. Okay, so he didn't just like eat a bite. No, no, no. The cake, the entire cake is missing. We have a cake gone AWOL. I went crazy. I searched all over the house, worrying that my husband had gotten the cake out to eat a slice. I finally called Jay. It must have been at least a dozen times while he was at work until he picked up. On some weekdays, he works past when I go to bed and goes in before I wake up. He answered, annoyed, and I frantically asked him where the hell my cake was. He said that he had tried a slice this morning, hated the taste of it, and had thrown it in the dumpster outside. You've gotta be shitting me, Jay. What is wrong with you? You don't take a bite of a cake and you're like, I f***ing hate it, I'm gonna throw the whole damn thing away. No. How is this reasonable behavior for, for anyone on the planet? How would anybody be like, you know what? I saw my wife pour all kinds of time into this. Uh, I'm going to take one bite, which by the way, why the hell would he take a bite of it in the first place? He knew what it was for and then be like, ah, it's no good. Throw it in the dumpster. My entire soul melted at that moment. I went outside and checked our trash can and sure enough, there were the remains of my beautiful cake toppled over on top of a pile of trash. Whatever possessed Jay to throw away my cake I don't know. He knew I had a competition. I confronted him about it that night and he said, you enter competitions all the time. It's not like you were going to win one anyway. Also, yep. And one of these. And one of these. And one of these. And what else do I have? I don't think I have anything else to throw at him right now. He, he, this, this guy's an asshole. The worst kind of asshole. And rambled on about how the cake tasted awful. Well, even if it did taste awful, it was my passion. And I was excited for the competition, even if I lost. 
Needless to say, a divorce came pretty soon after. I have plenty more stories about Jay, but seeing as how this one is related to cake, I thought the crew would love it. So is Jay the asshat for throwing away my cake? Yes, of course he is. There are uh, the only thing worse than a significant other who will mistreat you like this is a significant other who will mistreat you and a cake like this. It's terrible. It's the worst kind of terrible, unforgivable. He's going to spend his, the rest of his days in the, the deepest, darkest levels of hell for this. He's going to be tortured by ghosts. They're going to haunt his ass and ask him why the hell he would do this to the cake. I think this is utter contempt for you as a person. I think that's what it comes down to. I don't think it was about the cake. I don't think he even disliked the taste of the cake. Who knows if he even freaking tried the cake. Also, taste is one of those like subjective things. Everyone has unique taste. Just because he didn't like it didn't mean that the rest of the world wouldn't. Him throwing it away was just him just slapping you across the face and saying, you don't matter. And the statement about it's not like you're going to win one of these competitions anyway. Screw this guy. I, I'm glad that you're not with him anymore because clearly he had zero respect for you. And that is absolute garbage. I'm glad that you had enough self-respect to walk away from this at some point. And you're right. You respected his hobbies. You respected his get togethers. You didn't throw up a pitch fit about anything. You didn't disconnect the cable in the middle of the game that he was watching. You didn't sabotage his hobbies, but he did to you. And that's unforgivable. It's a complete imbalance of respect. And that doesn't fly in healthy relationships. It just doesn't. This is from the AITA subreddit, and it is titled, Am I the astronaut for not picking up the dinner tab on my girlfriend's birthday? I'm in a very new relationship, and her birthday fell on maybe our ninth or 10th date. Up until now, on our dates, I paid the first date, she paid the second date, and then since I've just asked the server to half the check, and she goes along with this fine. Anyway, I thought it would be nice if we got an Airbnb out of state for a week, overlapping with her birthday. So I suggested this to celebrate her birthday. She offered to pay towards it, and so I accepted. Split the travel cost in half, and she Venmoed me half of that. Anyway, her birthday fell on the last day we were there, and we'd taken turns paying for things up until then. I was hoping to pay for her birthday meal, but the way things fell, it happened to be her turn to pay on that night. Anyway, the bill was a little more expensive than the other nights because we'd gone all out a little bit more since it was a celebration with cocktails and desserts, etc. So the bill ended up being the most expensive meal we'd had there. I picked quite an upmarket seafood restaurant for the occasion too. Hold up. Important note. I had picked an upmarket seafood restaurant for the occasion. OP picked. Hang on to that. The night before, she'd thanked me for dinner, and I told her it was okay because she could get the bill next night, her birthday, and she said, sure, but seemed a little off. I can't imagine why. Anyway, on her birthday, the dinner bill came while I was in the bathroom, and she hadn't paid it by the time I was back, but I put this down to her being a little tipsy. I asked her what she wanted to do about the check, whether she preferred if I paid it since it was her birthday, and she just said, it's okay, and that she could get it. I accepted since it had been my turn the night before, and she paid. It was a little more expensive than the other nights, $130 versus maybe 70 or 80 the other nights, but not by much, so we pretty much ended up even over the checks as a whole. Now, that's like, um, that's damn near double, dude. 
It's just a little bit higher, you know, like a hundred percent. However, she seems to have been a little bit colder with me since then, even though I got her a nice gift. I think I earn a significant amount more than her. I'm a software engineer and she's a new teacher, so I prefer not to pay for everything on dates because I don't want a gold digger. <laughs> In my experience, American women don't usually mind doing 50-50, but then I have a limited experience. Why is she being off with me? Could it be to do with the check, even though I offered? Was she annoyed that it was a bit more expensive than the previous nights? I did order quite a lot of food that night. Am I the astronaut, or is she being a princess? That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's it. it. Chivalry is dead. How? How? The fact that he chose the restaurant... I singled that out because if you're picking the restaurant, you're offering to pay. I don't care how your freaking structure goes with your halvesies and back and forths and what the f*** ever. It's her birthday. I feel like I really need Candy Thunder up here to give some feedback on this, too. Okay. Um. What are your thoughts here? One, I hate the am I the asshole or is she being a princess? Ah. Uh, no, taking... A girl to a restaurant that you picked where it was double the night before for her birthday and then getting mad because she doesn't want to pay for it. You sound like the princess, sir. Ooh. Not her. Sorry, but that's this is BS. And also, yes, you do all those things for me, but you also know that I'm capable of opening my own doors or picking up my own check with our joint account. Mm -hmm. You treat me with so much respect, but you also know that I'm capable of being my own person. Right. So it's a good balance. It's not like you. It's not to it's not to institute some kind of dependence, right? It's not to institute some kind of control. It, that's not the reason for it. It's because I believe you're deserving of the extra effort. Agreed. And I believe that. I mean, you know. <laughs> you're like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> you're right. Hell yeah. I am amazing. <laughs> I feel like in the courting process, <laughs> where, uh, you know, they're they're courting each other, sure, but especially on her freaking birthday. This is less about the right. dating process now, and it's more about being her birthday and your birthday falling on a red or white day, whatever their system is, you know <laughs> what I mean? Shouldn't freaking matter. It's her birthday. It's an anomaly. It doesn't fall within the structure of whatever you have set up normally. Bingo. You just showed her that it does, that it's not that big of a deal, that her birthday doesn't mean that much, not enough to stand out from what you normally do. It's it's a it's a shit he, move. And he also says, I don't want a gold digger, but then says that he also ordered a lot more food than he normally would. Yeah. So it's almost like you were kind of being a gold digger because you assumed she was going to pick up this tab and you ordered more than you normally would at a more expensive restaurant. And if he had been paying attention to that whole meal, every time that he had ordered something that was a little more bougie, you, you could probably see the expression on her face be like, dude, am I, I going to be paying for this on my new teacher salary? Right. Cool, buddy. Keep racking it up. Yeah, get the lobster, I guess. No. Uh, Teachers don't make enough. That is well known. Everybody knows that. He f knows that. And he did this anyways. Yes, you're an asshole. 100%. You can take your princess ass and walk away because she doesn't want you. <laughs> okay, that's all uh, I have to say. This guy thinks a lot of himself, right? No, <laughs> he thinks he is top notch. I mean, you're getting to be here with me yeah. on your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. I the brought you to the me. fanciest restaurant <laughs> around. You paid for it, but I brought you here. <laughs> you're so lucky you get to be with me. <laughs> <laughs> if you talked like that, we wouldn't be together. <laughs> it's like the zebra from, uh, yes. from Lion Guard. Yeah. Right. I'm so great. <laughs> I'm sure she's a gold digger. Of course, it's me. 
<laughs> I'll take the lobster with the filet. Of course I didn't get her a cake. I like how when the check came, he also went to the bathroom. He's like, she's got this. I've got to go powder my nose. What is it about dudes that force them to buck against chivalry? I think it's, um, I mean, honestly, like women are becoming more independent um, because we weren't given that. Like that was earned. We had to take that. Um, And so I think because we've done that, they feel like they don't have to be nice in the dating world not all guys think that obviously that is not the case but when it comes to an asshole like this they think oh well if you're going to be independent be independent you don't need me and i don't want a gold digger so like i feel like that because women have taken more and become more of themselves then guys feel like that they can act like this so it's it's the same methodology as as you know companies using covid as an excuse to cut corners now Men are using for, women's equality to as an excuse to cut corners and oh, not yeah. have to be chivalrous, not have to step up, not have to do things so because they're lazy, chauvinistic. Yeah, I mean, there's dickheads. women are women are standing up for themselves, becoming more independent. And to some guys, that's threatening and they have to find a way to push, push back. See, I, I just that's, all, that's all I'm going to say on that topic. I view it as laziness. Right. I'm like, yeah. it's just it's just lazy. I think it's just not being a decent human being. It's just. If the roles were reversed in this and I was the girl and I was taking you on a date for your birthday and I knew I made a lot more than you did and it was your birthday, I'd be like, order whatever you wanted. It's on me. Right. I wouldn't, I don't care about gender in this thing. If you were the teacher and I was this, then I wouldn't care. Well, you're right. For a birthday, it shouldn't matter. Right. And, I would and want my, to treat you. My views are old school. I understand that. Not everybody views things the way that I do. And, and my dad always displayed chivalry with my mom. Like he was the benchmark. He paved the path that I follow. Right. We hold doors open. Like all of our kids hold doors open for people in public. It's just what we've trained them to do. That it's the nice thing, regardless of who they are or what gender they are. It's, it's for sure. Yes. It's to be kind and to do the nice and proper thing and to go the extra mile for people. So when it comes to chivalry, I just I take it seriously. Yeah, it's it's about manners more than anything. And I think people use ex- whatever excuse they can nowadays to just cut corners and not have to be kind and not have to give 110%. And that's it's bullshit. It is bullshit. I do not like this. It's bullshit. <laughs> uh, and I see it all the time. And, you know, all when we're holding doors open for people in public, I don't expect people to say thank you. Um, that's that's not why I do it. Um, but you'll have like the DFHB video that we did. You'll have somebody walking right in front of you that lets the door slam right in your face when it would have taken minimal effort to prevent that from happening. And I think you could just you could tell a lot about people by the way that they treat others in those situations. For sure. And I yes, always want our kids to have the utmost respect for everyone around them. And I'm not calling you out, but. Um, you always concentrated on like Brady or Caden holding the doors mm-hmm. for, um, but I feel like we make sure that the girls hold the doors as well, because I think that's important because we it, want it to be as women, we want it to be 50, 50 and you, you don't hold the doors for a specific gender. It's not like that anymore. you hold the doors for people. Right. So. I, well, I, and I think your, your point and what you had to work on me with was that my my default yes. was to was to train the boys on that kind of thing and For, work correct. with them on chivalry yes. um, because I I always viewed it as something that that the man should do. Candy has done a magnificent job of opening my eyes to be like, why don't you teach the girls this thing too? Like, what's why wouldn't you? 
Hey, Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that content, and if you did, please make sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Also, you can find swag and so much more at dusty-thunder.com, and you'll find even more content on all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, YouTube. We now have an official Facebook page that we'll be posting stories to as well. We have podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and so much more. You can see all of our content platforms on Linktree, which is linked in my bio. Engage with us wherever you're enjoying content and do your best to avoid the astronauts today. Thanks again.